Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Something that I I found kind of, well, I'm not going to say scary, but certainly interesting and, and news to me, um, postpartum psychosis. I'm sure you've heard of postpartum depression. It's been talked about a lot. You know, the baby blues, right? Uh, it's not uncommon. In some cases, it can be quite serious. But have you ever heard of postpartum psychosis? It's less common, but very, very serious. So we're going to chat with Patricia Tomasi now, who is the co-founder of the Canadian Perinatal Mental Health Collaborative. Patricia, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time today. Oh, thanks for having me. Postpartum psychosis. Like I say, um, you know, it, 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 I think it's new to me. How common is it? It is the rarest of the perinatal conditions that can affect a pregnant person or postpartum person. Um, it is, uh, the, the prevalence is one to two in a thousand. Okay. Um, but, you know, there's a whole spectrum of conditions. So, yes, you know, we've Probably most of us have heard of postpartum depression because that's the term used most often. But uh, when you say, you know, the baby blues, that's that's not postpartum depression. So there's there's still a lot of misinformation out there. The baby blues is a condition that can last after giving birth for a couple days to a couple weeks. It's just like a normal hormonal transition back because your hormones take a huge dip after you give birth. But if it lasts longer than two weeks, then it can be considered, you know, once properly uh, assessed and diagnosed into postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, there's post-traumatic stress disorder, um, postpartum obsessive compulsive disorder, postpartum bipolar disorder, and postpartum psychosis. And there's, you can also experience all of these during pregnancy. Um. Now, you founded this collaborative after experiencing this yourself. So um, if you don't mind, t- tell us your experience. Mm-hmm. What, what was it like? What happened? Yeah, I don't mind. I'm very open with my story because I want the system to change. So I went through postpartum psychosis, and I fell through the cracks. I wasn't flagged because we don't have universal screening and timely access to treatment yet, in every part of Canada. Um, So for myself, um, the thing with postpartum psychosis and why it's the scariest and the most dangerous, it's the one you often hear about in the headlines if um, a mother has taken her own life or, you know, has taken the life of her child. It's rare, um, but it doesn't always end up like that, postpartum psychosis. Um, Those instances are also the rare form of postpartum psychosis. So it's delusional thinking, excuse me, paranoid Uh, paranoia, you can have hallucinations, you can have auditory hallucinations. So I had all of those. Um, I always say luckily, uh, luckily for me, it was in the really euphoric way of uh, thinking, a euphoric psychosis where I thought, and you know, it's still embarrassing to talk about, but I was getting, I felt like I was getting messages from like, uh, angels and spirit guides or aliens telling me that I, uh, you know, uh, came to this planet to heal people. Like very, very bizarre delusional thinking. Uh, we've talked to other people who've had religious delusions like this, 
also people who have thought, you know, um, the wiring in their house was going to get them or people were out to get them. We just did a walk across Canada. There was one in Red Deer on May the 4th. Um, it was named after a mom, Flora. And she's a Canadian mom who died tragically by suicide due to undetected and undiagnosed postpartum psychosis just this year in January. So it is rare, but it's it happens. And it's also a way to draw attention to the, the entire spectrum of perinatal mental illnesses. Because it's not just about a mom being, you know, tired and overwhelmed. Right. And, oh, yeah, you know, honey, I've been through it. It gets better. It's an actual physical, biological illness. Um, that needs to be addressed. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at Wilmington and beaches Canada. How did it resolve? Did it resolve? I mean, did, does it just go away on its own? Like, or do you need treatment? I mean, what, what's, what's the right course of mm-hmm. action? Well, postpartum psychosis is a medical emergency. So if you know someone, if, you know, the dad, partner, whatever, friends, family notice this weird delusional thinking, yeah. the scary thing about it, too, is that it waxes and wanes. So you're not in the psychosis like 24-7. You can have this weird thinking one day and the next day be fine again. Um, so it kind of confuses family members as well. But, the, you know, the right thing to do is call 911 um, because that person who has postpartum psychosis needs medication, needs hospitalization ASAP, just because there could be a danger sure. to the person or uh, the family members. Um I was going to say, though, that, and I don't want to scare anybody listening here, because it is rare. However, if you're not feeling like yourself, you could have a mild or moderate form. Right. It's a spectrum, it sounds depression. like. It's a spectrum, and, and you still deserve help, and you should get help, because it not only affects you, it can affect your child as well. So infants, children of parents who are not treated can are more susceptible to mental health conditions in their childhood and later on in life. So it's like a cycle. And we just need to break this cycle. But we're encouraged to see it on the radar of the federal government. It's on timely access to perinatal mental health services is on the mandate letter for the Minister of Mental Health and Addictions, Carolyn Bennett. Okay. And we just met with uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau on May the 4th on World Eternal Mental Health Day. And he's eager to get this done too. So there is hope out there. But I would say to your listeners, if you're not feeling well, Talk to a healthcare provider. Make sure they listen to you. If they're not listening to you, switch to another healthcare provider. Keep talking until you get the help because there is evidence-based help out there. And it doesn't have to always be medication. There's therapy. There's peer support. There are lots of things that can help you. Fascinating. And I applaud your efforts at raising awareness about this. And I'm sure it's going to save lives and, and keep people safe. So uh, great work. And thanks so much for joining us to uh, tell us about it today. Oh, thank you for having me. You bet. Thanks very much. That is Patricia Tomasi, who is co-founder of the Canadian Perinatal Mental Health Collaborative.